All right, let me ask you something. When's the last time you did something for the first time? No, for real. At yourself. You you really got to be out there. You got to be adventurous. You you got to try things from a different perspective. You know what I mean? Even if it's something that you never ate before, my guy. Like, have a fucking chimichanga, right? <laughs> it won't hurt you. Or maybe it will. You might be allergic to the shit. I don't fucking know. I missed y'all. Happy motherfucking New Year. Here, what's good? It's your boy Howie Snickers, and welcome to 2022. Now, I'm sorry, I've been slacking. I definitely owe you guys a lot more material. I haven't hit you up with the weekly update of my predictions and who I think is going to win, but let's not go there. Let's get right into the swing of things and talk about how the postseason is upon us. Now, you asked yourself, who's made it to the postseason? So, let's run down the list. Now, We have the Packers from the NFC on a bye week with the home field advantage and the Tennessee Titans in the AFC with the home field bye week and the advantage. So we're running through Tennessee and Green Bay. Who are the teams that you ask? Let's go into the NFC. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady on his search for his eighth ring. What an accomplishment. We have the Philadelphia Eagles, which... So happens they're playing against the Philadelphia. Uh, they're playing against Tampa Bay. We have the Los Angeles Rams, which the Super Bowl will be in L.A. Now, my question to you is: They made a win now move. Everybody they have on their roster, it's Super Bowl or bust. So can they get it done? Arizona Cardinals, they squeaked right in there, didn't they? And the 49ers, which is impressive to me because we have three teams in the NFC West that have made their way into the playoffs. Now, we can't go overlooking anybody else. There's still other teams that have to play. That's San Fran and Dallas. Holy shit, it just dawned on me. Everybody in the NFC West made it into the playoffs except (laughs) the Seahawks. That's embarrassing. Now let's go over to the AFC side. We have the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, We have the Las Vegas Raiders and I'm going to get into that Chargers fiasco because that's just fucking ridiculous. We have Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. And uh, what's the last team here? What do we got? Who's the last team to play? I know I'm missing somebody out of it. Oh, the Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. So let's get right into it. Now, we have the weekend games. And it's going to be Cincinnati Bengals versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Bengals are hot. <laughs> they, they might be the hottest young team in the NFL right now. With Joe Burrow at the helm, after tearing his ACL and coming back, getting his guy Jamar Chase in the draft, uh, breaking records. It, it's crazy how we went from we weren't sure if he was going to be able to catch the ball because he couldn't see the lines on it to being in the conversation of offensive rookie of the year. Now, that's impressive if you ask me. With the five-touchdown performance from Joe Burrow in the final week, and them making it into the playoffs, it begs the question, will they take it to the next level? You know, they haven't won a playoff game since the original text message was sent on a phone. Now, I don't know if that's embarrassing. If you're a Bengals fan, I'm sorry. Uh, I root for you guys. Okay, I know, I know. You're going to give me shit. I'm a Panthers fan. But 
that's neither here nor there. I have an entire podcast. I have wrote down a list of what's pissing me the fuck off with that team, but we're not going to get into that because we're not in the postseason. So Cincinnati, here's my thing. You got to look out for Las Vegas's run defense. That's my only issue. I mean, you have Joe Mixon and he's a force to be reckoned with. However, they're no slouches. Now, Las Vegas, they've come through a lot of turmoil with the Henry Rugg situation and John Gruden and then John Madden even passing away. Rest in peace to the fucking legend himself. But for them to be able to pull through and make it to the postseason is quite impressive. Now, I'm not exactly a fan of Derek Carr. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but he's manageable. He's just like his brother, David Carr. I mean, you do what you got to do. If you could keep your team in the game, then you're a decent quarterback in my eyes, and you guys made it to the postseason, so congrats on that. However, I think Cincinnati is just going to be too much for them. Now here, let me tell you why, okay? Uh, when it comes down to it, when it boils down to it, I'm going to go and I'm going to play this card, and you're not going to like it, but it's just how I feel, young and hungry. Now, I think that the quarterback, Joe Burrow, is hungrier. I, I think they want it more. This man has been in situations his entire life. This is a wild card, by the way. Entire life where he's playing, winning in. And throughout high school, throughout midget, all the way through college football, he's made it happen. Now, did we think he was going to be a bust? Maybe. It's too hard to tell. But he made his team, uh, they put them at the table. So, I don't know what the game plan is that Las Vegas may have as far as defending the passing game, the air attack, but I know that Jamar Chase, who on Las Vegas is covering that man? And if you do have that man covered, then you got Higgins open. You know what I mean? Like you can't double team somebody when you have somebody that can catch and run routes just as good and crisp. But if we flip it and we put it on the other side of the ball, Hunter Renfro. And they have Darren Waller back, their tight end. Now, who would have thought that Hunter Renfro would be the one to step up in the Henry Rugg situation? Now, everyone's guess would be uh, Edwards, right? That would be their go-to guy. And he's been kind of quiet. I mean, not too quiet. He still makes noise. He has some big catches and some crucial moments in the game. But, but the focus here is Renfro. Now, I need the game plan for them. I like the cornerback that Cincinnati has. And I'm sorry, his name escapes me. I just got done work. It's like five o'clock in the morning. I just wanted to get this out here so I can give you guys some predictions and break this down. Now, uh, Las Vegas' defense isn't bad. They're not. They're not. And Cincinnati's defense isn't bad. It's going to be an offensive passing game attack. Now, with their uh, running back, Jacobs, I'm sure he he'll break loose. He'll, he'll have a 30, 40 yard gang and get the get the crowd hype. But I don't think there it's enough firepower for them to move forward. So my pick, and I'm locking this one in. I think Cincinnati has them with a, a huge advantage. All right. So let's move forward to the next one, and we have the Buffalo Bills New England Patriots game. Now my only question to you is, how is Bart Scott not arrested for the? That little tidbit of advice he gave for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And if you aren't familiar with what he said, you know, obviously they're playing in Buffalo when it's going to be severely cold there. That 
he should take Viagra. Bart Scott suggested that Josh Allen take Viagra to keep his blood circulating. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if you're aware or not of the effects of Viagra, but I think it's going to be very awkward if my man is out there, uh, you know what I mean, saluting the flag under center. Now, it's... <laughs> I, I don't know. That meant Bart Scott should be arrested for that comment because this might be the weirdest thing that I've heard this year. And it's only January. Jesus Christ. Now, I'm no scientist and I know what makes sense. It is going to get the blood pumping. It's going to get them circulated. It's going to be cold out there. This man has a rocket, a bionic arm, because I remember when they played and he threw the ball against 30 mile per hour winds, 40 yards. If you don't get the fuck out of my face with that shit. If that's not impressive, if that doesn't impress you, I don't know what the fuck does. Now, they've already played each other twice because obviously they're division rivals and there was different outcomes both times. So this game's up for grabs and one of the hardest games that I have to pick. Now, does Buffalo have an advantage? I don't know because New England came in their house and did what they wanted with them. They ran the ball the entire time and they won. And Bill Belichick is a mastermind, one of the greatest coaches of all time. He could make Mac Jones look like a superstar without him even throwing the ball. Now, if that's not impressive, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so I saw an interesting stat with New England that their wide receiver, Hunter Henry, literally has never dropped the ball. Now, if they can get the passing game going early, I think Buffalo might be able uh, – I'm not sure. I, I – Buffalo's defense is like the best in the league. Sean McDermott is doing an amazing job over there. I really can't knock them for what they've accomplished. The the team on paper is amazing. It's just something about Buffalo. There's like a curse on that team. Now, New England, I'm not sure. They have the defense. The J.C. Jackson situation, I mean, good for him, good on him, but I don't know. I think Diggs can burn that man. That's just my personal opinion. So, you know, the way I'm thinking about this as the podcast goes on and I'm letting it brew in my fucking mind is Buffalo's winning, right? On paper, Buffalo's winning. All signs point to them being able. See, here's the problem that lies within Buffalo. They have no run game. Singletary isn't it. Josh Allen is their fucking number one running back and their quarterback. And that is not good because when you're a dual threat quarterback and you run, uh, the concussion risk goes up, the injury risk goes up, and I'm sure they want to protect their quarterback at all costs. This man said that if they won a Super Bowl, that he would light tables on fire, multiple tables, and jump through them. I'm sure his agent loved that one. (laughs) I don't know. New England, I look at the side of the ball, their defense is legit. Their offense is so interchangeable that you could put anybody in their system and they can thrive. Now, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, he might have a great game here. I'm not sure about the injuries and who's playing and who's not. I know that's going to be a good game. I'm kind of bummed out. I'm not going to be able to watch the Saturday games because I'm going to be at work, but I'm sure I'm going to be paying attention and I'm going to give my input. This is going to be an extremely defensive game, and it's going to come down to the last possession. It's not going to be a shootout at all opposite of the Cincinnati-Las Vegas game. This is going to be a game that's down to inches. 
this is going to be a game that's down to field goals. This is going to be a game that's uh, masterminding coaching. And I think Bill Belichick has a slight advantage here. Now, am I right? I don't know. We're going to have to wait and find out. But I'm going to go with Buffalo here. I'm not locking that in. I'm not confident. But that's just my pick. Okay? Sunday games. We got Tampa Bay and we got Philly. Now, Tom Brady has taken this shit personally. You know what I mean? Uh, he he got beat by Philly in the Super Bowl. And for whatever reason, he's correlating that. And it's a little bit different this time because he's facing them in the first round of the playoffs. So, it, I don't know. Whatever motivates you to beat this team. Now, when they played earlier in the season, the Eagles did not lose by much. They, they hung in that game. I was just looking at the statistic there. Uh, Hertz had a touchdown. He was like 15 for 26, had like 155 yards, but he was starting to gel. Now, Philly in general, the offense has gotten into a groove and they've been playing very well. So I'm not sure if they have what it takes to beat Tampa Bay. But then again, we have the Tom Brady effect. And as we all know, the tuck rule, as we all know, there's going to be a controversial call that keeps them in the game. So no matter what Philly does to try to win this game, they're going to stop it from happening. I'm telling you right now, Tampa Bay is winning this game, and I'm 100% positive about that. If Tampa Bay does not win this game, I will never make another podcast again. Uh, so I, I'm 100% sure that they got that one. And I'm sorry to all the Philly fans that listen to me. And, I mean, if anything, this is promising to you. You guys had a rookie coach that he went to the playoffs first year. Congrats on that. Uh, Jason Kelsey, fucking masterclass, Pro Bowl, Hall of Famer, center, one of the greatest of all time. I can't even deny that. Such a good dude. Uh, Hurts, he's growing into himself. I think you need to give him time. He's not all the way there yet, but he's figuring it out, and it's fun to watch. It's exciting football. Devontae Smith. Now, the running situation, what is it, Sanders in his hand? He he said he should be good to go. I think Tampa Bay is going to take advantage of that, and they're going to be headhunting. They're going to be trying to go after that hand. Don't be surprised if you see a cleat go in there. Now, on the other side of the ball with the defense, Darius Slay literally could be defensive player of the year, but we all know that's not going to happen. He played an amazing season, and hats tipped off to him on the other side. Uh, with Tampa Bay and their defense. I I like their defense. I don't think their defense is great. They are stellar against poor teams, but teams that are uh, over 500, they don't fare so well against, you know, and that's all right. Uh, as long as they can keep it in the game and the score can stay a steady pace, then uh, we got a ball game here. So I'm going to lock in Tampa Bay. We got the 49ers in Dallas. Now, (laughs) call me crazy, but this is my upset of the week. 49ers snuck their way into the playoffs, and the 49ers are going to beat Dallas. Why do I say that? Okay. There's so much talent on that team on both sides of the ball. It doesn't make any fucking sense. With Fred Warner and fucking uh, Nick Bosa, I might not like that motherfucker, but he can play. And he should get comeback player of the year from having the injuries to come back to get in there. We got Trey Lance as a backup, which he's just itching to get his start. 
We got Debo Samuel, who literally can play any fucking position. You put him on there. They're using him as a running back with these fucking jet sweep options, and he's fucking killing. I saw him do a, what, a quarterback play and throw a fucking dot. Like, this guy is literally a utility guy, and they are using him to their advantage. You love to see it. Now, George Kittle is a tight end, arguably the best tight end in the league right now. Between Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey, uh, I'm not sure who's topping that. Uh, Dak Prescott, he is going to have a game. Don't get it twisted. They're not going to get blown out or anything, but he, he's not going to go down without a fight. Now, I know that there's a very small window when you're in the postseason, so when you're in, you have to win. You know what I mean? Because your team and the chemistry, the way you gel, isn't going to be the same the following year. You get rid of players. Now, Gallup, most likely gone. Uh, Amari Cooper, most likely gone. Ezekiel Elliott, most likely gone. So this is kind of a win-now situation for them. On the other side of the ball, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to worry about Micah Parsons because that man is a lion. Now, Trayvon Diggs, I'm not sure. I don't know who he's going to be covering. I don't know if he's going to be on Ayuk or Debo Samuel, but either way, whoever he's not covering is going to feast. I'm going to put that out there right now. I'm not sure what side of the uh, field he plays on. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's on the right side of the field, right? Uh, so left. So I, uh, the number two, he's going to be on slant and cross routes, and he's going to be uh, dinking and dunking and uh, check down all over the place, and they're going to keep this a game. Now, don't be surprised if there's a special teams return for a touchdown because I wouldn't be shook by that at all. But uh, I think in the long run that San Fran has this one. And then <laughs> we have the Kansas City-Pittsburgh game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do I really need to talk about this one? Uh, it's Ben Roethlisberger's last game. He wants to go out there and have fun. If I'm Tomlin, I'm not even letting him play, to be honest with you. I don't think he's my best option. I'm trying to win. I want to upset the world, and I want to beat Kansas City, and I have a game plan. Now, T.J. Watt is going to be all over that man. Mahomes, uh, I hope you have a game plan for him, and I hope that offensive line stands the test because T.J. Watt is coming for that ass, and he like he's hungry. That sibling rivalry he has with his brother, he wants to be known as one of the greatest of all time. Now, him and his brother are going to go in the Hall of Fame. That's a given. But right now, right now, he's ready to eat. And T.J., um, kudos to you, man, because you came back from an injury and you got 22 and a half sacks in a season. And that's impressive, man. Now you have a promising future in Pittsburgh. All they need is a quarterback. They have running backs. They have receivers. They have the line. They have the defense. They have the coach. All they need is a quarterback. Now watch them get a diamond in a rough in the fucking draft in the future and literally have their franchise guy in a late fucking round. I wouldn't even be surprised because that's a Pittsburgh thing to fucking do. They don't struggle with their fucking quarterback situations. They've always had a decent quarterback with them. They've always had a good team. What, Mike Tomlin literally never had a losing season his entire career? Are you fucking kidding me? Amazing. Amazing. Green jacket, sir. Kudos to you. And a black coach at that. Because you know, you got to show love to the black guys. Okay, so I'm veering off the track here. I'm sorry. Kansas City is going to win this game. Pittsburgh might make it fun. Najee Harris is going to have a touchdown. 
he's going to try hard. You saw he fucking replied to Ben like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, he wants to win this game. He's hungry. Half the What is the average age of the fucking Steelers core? Like, 24 years old. Juju's coming back, too. Like, come on, man. It, we got to do something about this. Now, I don't know how Mahomes is going to get this ball to Tyreek Hill with the pressure from fucking Watt in his face. But yeah, we're going to see some magic because that's just what he does. I don't need to delve into this too much because uh, Kansas City already won this fucking game. So we're just going to go to our Monday night. <sighs> this is the hardest one for me. The LA Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I saw an interesting little tidbit that said that Kyler Murray plays like shit when he's home because he stays up all night and plays video games. And if you pay attention and you see him on the sideline, he's falling asleep. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but if it is, that's fucking embarrassing. But let me not sidetrack here. What I really want to talk about is L.A. Now, they're in L.A., right? And L.A. has, what, a 1-9 record against Arizona for the past four years. Uh, I think L.A. is going to win this game if they don't. That's a bust and a half. They gave up all their picks. Listen, Von Miller, Odell Beckham, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, all on one fucking team. This is like the Hollywood team. This is the, you you go to LA and you want to see big names in the NFL, so you go pay to see them play. I feel like Rams fans in LA aren't even Rams fans. They just want to go watch a football game. You know what I mean? Just get out the house and they fucking give out free gear so they go out there. Unless you're like repping them since the fucking St. Louis days. I don't know. I don't even know any Rams fans, to be honest with you. That's wild. That's why I know a fan of every team all over the world and I don't know a Rams fan. Maybe I do and I just don't notice it. And if you're listening to this and you're a Rams fan, my apologies. You guys most likely are going to win this game anyway, so shut up, dog. Uh, (laughs) Arizona. J.J. Watt coming back. I don't know if he makes that much of a difference. I think he's going to get hurt within the first quarter of this game. It's almost time for him to hang it up. If not, it's already too late. Uh, I'm almost positive this is going to be a fun game to watch because they're division rivals. and They're not just going to go out easily. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be good to go, and that's going to open the ball up in the other side of the field a lot more for Kyler Murray. Now, with that being said, Christian Kirk is going to have a game if they're on DeAndre Hopkins. It depends on how much pressure Kyler Murray is getting from Donald and Miller. See what I'm saying now? The Chase Edmonds situation and uh, James Conner, I like the two-headed back there. I don't think it's 100% like the scariest threat. However, they can still do some damage. Now, here, oh, Jalen Ramsey. Holy shit. How did I forget about that? This man, holy, he he's fucking making his money over there. Uh, if he's covering Hopkins, that one-on-one is going to be a magical thing to watch. That's the spotlight. For this playoff weekend, that's the spotlight. Jalen Ramsey against DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, That's a toss-up, too. I think it's going to go down to the final minutes of the game and possibly a field goal. But I'm going to give the L.A. Rams a slight edge here. Uh, Thank you so much if you sat through and listened to me ramble about my predictions about this game. I appreciate the support that you guys give me. I appreciate you guys listening. And most importantly, I appreciate you as a person, as a human being. And if you don't identify as that, I don't know what you want me to tell you because I'm pretty sure on Facebook I identify as a bottle of hot sauce. So uh, 
enjoy the games, and uh, I'm definitely going to be seeing you guys soon. So, peace out.